Hello guys and welcome to episode 7 of What An Absolute Fit Show. It's been a couple of weeks, I've not really been able to record a podcast, I've been really really busy and to be honest with you, not an awful lot sprang to mind that I really wanted to talk about so I thought instead of putting out just random crap, I'd wait until something informative and something interesting um, came up. So I got the opportunity to get on the podcast with Maddie. I don't really know Maddie that well. I say hello to her in the gym, but I have seen her like working her ass off prepping for her physique competitions that she entered into last month. And she came second in the first one that she did. And she came first in the uh, the one that she did the week later. And I wanted to get her on because I wanted to talk to her about the highs and the lows of prep and how it changes your life and what you have to go through. It's not something that I've really put, I've not really turned my gaze to that side of the industry before. I've always kind of written it off and I've not, never really wanted to get into that sort of side of it. So for me, it's really, really interesting um, to find out her perspective and to actually talk to somebody who's done it. It was the first time that she's done it and she's just an awesome person to talk to. So I really hope you enjoy it. I know I enjoyed recording it. See you on the other side. Maddie, um, tell me your story. Tell me what first got you into a gym. So I first started coming to the gym because I was an overweight 16-year-old. You know, like when you go through the phase, if you yep. just left school, you'd start your first office job and yep. you put on a load of weight. So okay. I thought, God, I need to do something about that. Yeah, yeah. So I obviously started off like every girl does as a cardio bunny in yep. the gym, literally smashing cardio, going spin classes, things like that. Yeah. And I started off at like an everybody gym, so it was like a casual gym. Yeah. And um, they did classes like a body pump. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah. It's like Les Mills. Yeah. So I started doing that, and I thought, oh, this weight training is pretty good for this. So mm-hmm. I was like, mm, let's start doing more of that. So then I started off with Tom, you know, the old PT that yeah. PT area. And I was doing that like twice a week, and then COVID hit. And it was like a massive thing for everyone, wasn't it? Like, you yeah. know, you're just starting to get into something. And yeah. then it all goes to pot. It was literally like that. Did you do anything during lockdown? Yeah, so I bought myself like a little weight kit from like, I think it was Facebook Marketplace. And it was just like the dead simplicity, like a barbell and then like 50 kilogram worth of weight. So I was doing like lockdown workouts in the yeah. garden because it was sunny, the weather was dead nice. Well, it just obviously isn't the same as being in the gym, no, is it? No. So after lockdown, you're back in the gym. What were you doing? Well, I got spiked in like September time. Okay. Like it was like towards the end of lockdown and I got ended up getting spiked in Nantwich somewhere in a pub. Okay. So I was coming to the gym as it was and obviously like when you're like 20, you're going out with your mates every weekend, getting drunk, yeah. whatever, whatever. So I thought I may as well just start doing something worthwhile in the okay. gym. Okay. So I thought I need something to work towards, keep my mind occupied and that. Yeah. So then I continued working with Tom, but I was only training legs at the time with Tom, yeah. like every girl does. Yeah, yeah. And then I got into like upper body work now and I just fell in love with it. Yeah. 
and then it was one of them that was like i need to now put this towards something and mm -hmm. make it worthwhile doing it because what's the point in just training with no idea yeah exactly i mean there's you see people that come to the gym and they're you know they're doing their thing or whatever but a lot of people just go through the motions don't yeah. they yeah i'm not saying that you need to have something to work towards yeah. and that you can't just come and train for fitness or you know to for a healthier yeah. uh, to just you know to be healthier but sometimes it gives you that little bit of extra yeah. don't it if you're going to be a bit yeah. more competitive and I you mean. think as well like everything goes into it like your food you, you can't just be lifting weights at the gym and expecting yeah, a miracle exactly. like i obviously wasn't eating the right stuff i wasn't i was still drinking which obviously when you it's, yeah. you've got to have balance in your life yeah. haven't you but it was just i was wasn't doing what i needed to do to look like how i wanted to look because okay. you see it all on instagram and then you're thinking oh i'd like to look like that yeah but you think just coming to the gym five times a week no <laughs> right so let's get down to the nitty-gritty why i've got you on the uh on the pod in the first place right what made you want to go and do a physique comp i couldn't actually tell you what the turning point was okay i was just like oh i see i followed this girl on instagram for ages so this probably actually was the trigger point yeah and i followed this girl for ages and i seen that she had a coach and i was looking at her and i was thinking i want to do that like it looks dead yeah, yeah. Fun. like obviously because it's all glamorized on instagram yeah so I was like, I'm going to do it. So I messaged my coach who I've got now. Mm -hmm. I've been with him for like two years. Now. Okay, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I want to get into this. Yeah. 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 And then... So Instagram. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a quite a big decision. Yeah. Because you have to change your lifestyle. I mean, I'm coming in from this. Like, one of the reasons that I really wanted to get you on to the podcast is because I sort of saw you. Like, we haven't really spoken that much, yeah. have we? Do you know, we don't yeah. know each other. We're yeah. not like... like Bezzy buds or anything yeah. like that we say hello to each other in the gym and stuff and i have really no it's something that i've tried to i've not actively tried to stay away from that part of the industry yeah but it's a part of the industry that i've never really sort of dipped my little toe into i've yeah. never really got into so I was, I was i'm interested myself to figure out and find out off you what it's like training yeah. to do that nutrition what it does to your body what yeah. it did to your sort of like how you coped with the lifestyle change mentally what it's actually like in the comp and after yeah. as well. I feel like when I first started going into it, though, I was very naive. Like, I first right. started with my coach, and I yeah. thought I was big, and I had loads of muscle. Okay. And it was like, no, you need to go through a building phase. Yeah. Like, he was like, and you need to strip all the fat off that you've got for now. So I feel like the first, like, four or five months I was being coached, it was just stripping down all the fat that I had, right. seeing what I had underneath, and then going from there and building and building and building. Okay. So... I, did, I never thought that, like, I was really naive when I went into it, thinking okay. that I could compete straight away and yeah. go in and be like, oh, yeah, 20 weeks of a diet, it's yeah. nothing. But it, there's so much more to it. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. What's the hardest part? I've got to say steps. Yeah. I actually hate getting my steps. In. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'll weigh every meal out to the gram, everything like that is fine. Cardio, I'm fine with that. I'd rather yeah. go on the Stairmaster for three hours than go and do my steps. Do you still? <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me, like, if I was going to ever do anything like that, I think the steps for me would be one of, one of the most enjoyable parts of it. Because yeah. I just, you know, stick a podcast in or an yeah. audio book or something it's and just when, walk. Like, or is it? You've got an office job. And yeah. it's just so hard because you're obviously working all day and then you're thinking you, your life is planned yeah. to the millisecond when yeah. you're on prep because you can't mess up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, I, I don't think I'd be able to do that. <laughs> like for me, I think my life is so, I can't prep to that much, yeah. you know, like, like you said before, like you, you um, weigh out your food and stuff. Do you still do that now? Yeah. So post? like now I'm still on a diet plan and everything. Yeah. Like everything's still exactly the same way it was yeah. before prep, really. Because for this is the bit that people don't really understand and they don't really see. It's like your off season is so important. Yeah. It's probably more important than your prep because that's the time where you need to be weighing everything out, eating every single meal, making sure every single box is ticked, yeah. training to failure properly with your intensity and everything like that because that's where you're building what you're going to try and strip off was it difficult you said about training uh correctly and training to uh that failure correctly like i'm I'm right in thinking your coach is an online coach yeah right yeah yeah yeah. so when you're training on your own in the gym do you do you often find it difficult to train to failure and to really put in the you know is there ever days when you're just like oh i can't be asked for this do you know what i mean like obviously if you had your coach with you (laughs) They would be like, yeah, you can be asked with it. Yeah. It's, it's a difficult one because like in the back of your mind, sometimes you're like, oh, I really can't be bothered with this yeah. today. But you have to snap out of it because you've got to think, if I'm not putting in the work, whoever I'm against is putting in the work. Uh, okay. And it's like yeah. a kind of mental yeah. thing. But like my coach as well, he gets you to send you videos. Yeah, so training can, to yeah, make see sure the intensity and stuff. Yeah. As well. I think what I like from what you've sort of like told me already um, over the last sort of like 10 minutes or whatever your coach seems to have you on a good thing where he's like one thing that I kind of see from that side of the industry, from like the physique side of the industry is like there's coaches and there's coaches. Yeah. Like some coaches will coach and then after the comp be like, right. Yeah. Nice one. Like just leave you with a body dysmorphia. (laughs) Because like my, honestly, like he's the best coach there is. And I could not thank him enough for everything that he's done for me. Like I had a complete breakdown after my second show and I was like, I'm in a really, really bad way. And he's like, and he he sorted me out. Like he knows, he ups my food for me. He knows what he's doing. He's been doing it years. Obviously he's seen this with so many other girls as well. And it's just having that honesty. I think if you're not honest with your coach, you're never going to get out what you need to. Yeah. But he, he cares more about you than he does about money. And I think nowadays okay. that's yeah, a that's major a big thing. thing because that is a big everyone thing. seems to be an online coach. Yeah, all you've got to do is place yeah. fifth in a bodybuilding <laughs> comp and then all of a sudden like you can coach that, you know, online. Um, yeah, because uh, a big thing for me, one thing that I always sort of looked at and I was like, I don't think I really like that is after the, what happens after. Yeah. What happens in the off season? Like, are you just left to your own devices to try and reverse diet yourself? No, you know, like, whereas yeah. like from you, like from what I've seen and from what we've spoke about, like you're getting reverse dieted yeah. and you're bringing. And like you said, it's an off season for you now. Yeah. So obviously you're going to do another one. Literally. Yeah? But I have seen, I have seen like on Instagram and things like that, like people have just been left to their own devices after yeah. a show, and it's not obviously gone the way that they need it to no. go. Yeah. Because it is, it is really, really hard seeing your body change. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming that you get down to that level of body fat percentage and you get like you know contest ready and then all of a sudden you can't sustain that no it's not sustainable at all like there were days where like you just sit there and you think like obviously i brush my teeth every day because everyone does but like there were times where you have to hype yourself up for about 45 minutes to just go and brush your teeth really or like wash your hair washing your hair is one of the worst tasks really because it's just so much energy that you've not okay okay just get out there yeah all right i mean that's that's really interesting i mean from my style of coaching like i obviously coach people for more performance yeah. rather than um 
rather so than you're sort of like, like have some carbs have a yeah carbs, yeah <laughs> like most that. of the time i'm getting my guys either in maintenance or above maintenance yeah. you know what i mean whereas you're in a ma- you're going to be in a massive calorie deficit yeah. um what sort of advice would you give to Pete, anybody that was wanting to you know just thinking about maybe dipping their toe in the water and yeah. maybe doing a doing a uh, a show what would you say what would you like get a coach that cares yeah okay 100%. cool so That's do, do you research yeah, yeah research a coach because yeah. all these people who are out there living in dubai and whatever else doing it for instagram <laughs> yeah. there is quite a toxic environment out there so yeah. just do your research with your coach secondly be mentally strong enough are you mentally strong enough to do this okay. because there's a lot of people that come into it not realizing what it takes like you do have to sacrifice things mm. there was times on prep like i prepped over christmas and new year my birthday yeah. and it was like at the point of 10 weeks out you've not got the energy to go out anymore like your mates are asking you oh come to the pub do this do that and i was fine doing that 10 weeks before 10 weeks out yeah because i had the energy to sit there and you know have like a diet coke and yeah. have a water and socialize but it gets to the point where you've not got that anymore okay so you need to be willing to sacrifice as well yeah sacrifice a lot and sacrifice like a lot of good times yeah. and stuff i mean would you i'll just ask you right out was it worth it 100 percent. was it 100 percent. okay yeah, yeah like people were asking me before i'd competed first but they was like oh, you're gonna i asked again. you i asked you before yeah. before you competed i asked you was it worth it and you said no <laughs> because yeah. at the time i was yeah i dog. know exactly you were in that you were in that space then when <laughs> Because I thought to myself, like the way that like, I think I spoke to you maybe when you were six weeks out, yeah, and um, we had more of an in-depth sort of conversation about it then. Well, you're lucky you can't be at six weeks. Yeah, because after that point, no. Yeah, one was well, a I know. Yeah, well, I just sort of saw you and glanced at you. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, and just see you in a bit. But you know, you were, you know, I was like, I think the only reason that she's still going is because she's come this far. Yeah, and I feel like that was one of the things that yeah. is in the back of your head you're like you yeah. just I'm, well, I give one, up now. Yeah, I'm never one to give up on anything like I've I will always go through with something that I've said I'm going to yeah. do and in the back of my mind it got it did get really really hard like I checked in with my coach on my birthday and it was an in-person check-in yeah. and he was like yeah we've still got quite a bit to strip off and at that point I was like six weeks out yeah so things just got hard from that point on. And you're like, like what am I supposed to do? Yeah, like yeah. I was doing cardio twice a day on the Stairmaster twice a day, all mm-hmm. my steps, food was low. And it, it's just mad because you can't even have a conversation with people. People are trying to like talk to you in the gym. You're just like, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like people that know that you're getting ready. Yeah. For a, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, just don't talk to me, just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people are probably going, you know, what's he doing? A lot of people are probably going, um, you know, talking to you and wanting to know what you're doing and wanting to yeah. know what's going on. And you're just like, just fucking just go away and let yeah. me train. Yeah. yeah. And let me eat my little morsels of food yeah, and literally. stuff. Yeah. That's the thing as well. Like my mum, I live with my mum and dad still. Yeah. And I'd be eating and they'd try and speak to me while I was eating. And I used to just sit there and I had to say to them, like, can you just not talk yeah. to me while I eat? Because this I is... need to enjoy. Yeah. It's a bit of broccoli. And I'm like, I just I need, to, need enjoy to enjoy it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um what did your business obviously you're going to be in close quarters with your parents still yeah. living with them what were their sort of views on it if oh you don't my mum thought i was gonna die really yeah <laughs> she was like because obviously you do look like death yeah. your face is so gone you do look ill you can see your bones and everything mm. like that mm. and she she said to me she was like 
I'm scared that one day I'm gonna wake up and you're gonna be dead. And I was like, you're so dramatic. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not that deep. Yeah. But like they, they were really supportive. To Good. be fair, like Good. I had a really sharp fuse when I was because mm. you're starving and it's like your main source of energy, food, obviously, and you're just so depleted and everything's a challenge. And there was one day when I was in work and I forgot to bring my milk, and there was no milk in the fridge. And I didn't get to have my breakfast until like half 12. Oh, and that whole morning, people tried talking to me. I was like, don't talk to me in there. Just don't, because yeah. I'm on the verge of a breakdown. Yeah. Like, I would just sit there yeah. and thought, I'm going to cry in a minute. <laughs> Prepping for it, did it affect work? It didn't affect work because I work from you... home. Right, okay. And I only have to go in the office like once or twice right, okay. a week. So it's like them two days they were the hardest days of the yeah. week because it's like you've got to prep all your food and everything yeah. and, and then you've got to go and converse with people as well yeah literally and you've been in the gym in the morning then you're thinking i've got to go again at night after work and then yeah. i've got to go and get my steps in and all this other stuff that you're yeah. just thinking and it's going on in your mind yeah but work were all right with it cool. and things like that cool. i think you've got to have like from the sound of it it sounds like you had a really good support network yeah i did and you've obviously got your head screwed on like the right way to know like you got yourself a good coach obviously you researched it yeah. you got somebody who knows what they're doing and like somebody who is now going through that sort of like reverse yeah. diet and like don't get me wrong there were times where i'd just sit there and cry yeah like i banged my head one day and I, it didn't hurt at all like i just literally tapped my head on the wall and i just had a complete breakdown i was yeah. crying my eyes out and then i was laughing i was like why am i so yeah. crying and like my mum just looked at me like is yeah. she all right <laughs> <laughs> um so let's actually go to the so you did two yeah right okay so the first one talk me through what it was like the, the weirdest experience is you tan okay so i obviously didn't know what to expect you get an email yeah. beforehand and it says like what to bring with you or what to wear and everything so it says like you can wear small underwear if you want okay but then obviously you're thinking like well my bikini is so thin yeah. like i don't want the you lines wanna, yeah so I was thinking it was going to be like, just you stood there on your own in a little tent and then you dry off and whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, you're in there with a load of other girls and everyone's just completely naked. <laughs> and then you stood there in front of these fans just drying and everyone's got these hair nets on and you're all right. just stood there like, this is the weirdest experience in your life. Yeah, because obviously they're, they're the, these, are the, these are the same uh, ladies that you're competing yeah. against as well, right? Yeah. But we were all first timers, so it was like everyone's okay. first time yeah. as well. So. so everybody's just shitting it in a tent yeah. naked with a load of fake tan on. These fans like, right. okay then. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds yeah. like an experience. It was enough. an experience. Right. Cool. But, um, my best mate came down with me the night before because it was in Birmingham. Yeah. And honestly, if she wasn't there, I think I'd have lost my head. Yeah. Like we had a nightmare with the Airbnb and we had to end up panicking, booking a hotel. It was just, right. so it was a bit stressful so the night before. Already in that sort of yeah. the stress of <laughs> you know because a big thing for me i don't know how you like felt about this but stepping on stage near enough pretty much naked right yeah. and just having like a group of people like pretty much tear your physique apart yeah 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 literally so that it is nerve-wracking it was like i was backstage and i was fine and everything was fine like i was sending selfies to my coach like having yeah, yeah. a great time yeah yeah 
and then he was like just keep asking when to go and pump up and everything so I went and asked and they were like yeah you're on in like 10 minutes but it was raining on the day as well and you had to walk to backstage through the outside of the building right, okay so I'd ruined all the tan on my legs so I'm stood right. there like you need to fix yeah. your tan yeah. everything was like I was like I'm panicking I'm panicking yeah. and they were like you're on in three minutes put your heels on and that's when like it sank in that it was actually really happening yeah. because I think up until that point with everything that happened the night before and things like that it just didn't feel like it was really happening okay. and like everyone was like how are you feeling are you nervous I was like no I'm fine I'm fine I feel like I just wasn't really thinking about yeah. it yeah and then when they were like put your number on you've got three minutes and you he was I was like oh my god this is really happening yeah. like it's really happening <laughs> <laughs> mate I can imagine it's um pretty shit it was like at yeah. the start like, like you just stood there then and you can see everyone when you're backstage like you can yeah, see everyone in the yeah. crowd and the lights are on and everyone's waiting for you to walk out but the second that i stepped foot out there it was like i was a completely different person really like just overwhelm of confidence yeah, this and... confidence just came out and it was like who was she because it wasn't yeah. me like i yeah. suffer a bit with like anxiety and stuff okay. like that like i'm not a very confident person never really well that's it. If, if that is the case, then you getting on stage on your own, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in front of all those people, like we said, just a bikini on, yeah. do you know what I mean? And for the first time, mate, that's, in, that's pretty insane. It was that's a pretty, massive, like, pretty cool. yeah, it was a massive thing. But I was just, because you, like, basically feel like you're dying up until peak week. Even yeah. peak week, it's not like, everyone thinks peak week, you're going to get so many carbs, it's going to be great. Yeah. You don't actually get that much extra food. You really right. don't. Like, it's just a bit of, like, less cardio. Okay. Things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a wild experience, and I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Like, I got out there, and I thought, this is for me, this. Yeah. Like, I really found enjoyed the... Okay, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, you must have really, really good discipline to oh, do that yeah. i mean did it help that you placed on your first competition where second second yeah well so done. second for the first one i yeah. was like i yeah. was on the phone to my coach in the morning i was like oh, i'm not expecting anything I'm, i'll just turn up and it'll be yeah. all right i'm not putting any pressure on myself and mm -hmm. then i got second and i was like what <laughs> and then was it the next week yeah you went and did another one a little place. bit more confidence yeah. and got first. first place. so that's probably got something to do with yeah i want to do this again yeah yeah it was just an unreal feeling i literally got off stage and i was like i'm doing it again yeah i want to do it again cool cool so you'd go through all that you prepared to go through it all again yeah do it all again yeah cool. it was a weird one though like after my second show because after my first one obviously you eat a lot of crap that yeah. night and you wake up and you're so swollen and yeah. like you just look at yourself and think what the hell have i done really <laughs> like, what because of eating all the food yeah, yeah the swelling that goes on in your face i can't tell you how bad it is you look like yeah. a puffer fish you okay. go from looking dead the day before yeah. to then looking like a puffer yeah because you just you just loaded up on carbs yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in that week in between, like, what is the plan of action? Did your coach be like, right, okay, that was good. Like, what are you going to do in a week? Well, really? I, I had, I wanted to bring like, I wanted to look better the okay. second time because in the first time I didn't really have that much time to pump up backstage yeah. and things. So I felt yeah. a bit like flat. Okay. But I feel like the extra carbs that I had on that Sunday night, yeah, helped. They, they helped. But obviously like, that's the second peak week. And so it's like, I was running low days for yeah. a few days and yeah. then it was more of like an intense carb up like two or three days mm -hmm. before the show and then obviously show day I had a bit more carbs in the week yeah. before as well um because you were obviously you were trying to drain the water from you from yeah. what yeah. you're holding from the week before yeah but you had to get yourself back in condition from 
the stuff that you've ate before, you've got to then get back in condition, okay. maintain it, and yeah. things like that. So, next season, do you think you'll do more than two? Yeah, 100%. Yeah? I think next time I do it, so I'm going to take like 18 months of an off season, I think. Okay. Enjoy You're going to give it a, a couple, yeah. 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 Because it is restrictive, like I say, like I stuck yeah. to it so hard for two years. It wasn't just the 20 weeks of dieting. Yeah. There's a lot that you've got to sacrifice. Yeah. It is. It is a lot for something that, like, you know, if you're not going to do it professionally and you're still going to keep your sort of like day job yeah. like like I, I tell a lot of my guys that get they'll get pissed off if you know like if i'm um i've got somebody doing crossfit or doing um strong training or something if they get like a little bit pissed off with, with something i'm like listen like you're doing this because it's fun yeah 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 like you want to do this this is something you want to do it's not paying your mortgage no. it's not paying your yeah. rent okay so until it becomes a point where it's paying your mortgage and paying your rent then you know don't worry about it too much yeah, you're you allowed yeah point. exactly yeah yeah um so obviously you're doing it for because you enjoy yeah. it the but whole process during prep you do get to points where you're like training's not enjoyable because yeah. you've got no energy and you're just so weak yeah like you see all the weights that you were lifting when you had energy mm-hmm. compared to what you're lifting mm-hmm. when you don't yeah and there were times where like you walk in the gym you think i look like a bit of a tray people must think of me i think she just looks skinny <laughs> you but, reckon yeah i think one main thing as well like what you said before like what would you say to someone thinking about doing it mm. be prepared for people's comments because right. just because you do bodybuilding people think they can comment on your physique like you wouldn't go up to someone who's overweight and go you're overweight right yeah but when you're on prep people tell you you're like you're dying you don't look great whatever else like to the train die obviously it's yeah it's one of them yeah and even people trying to comment on what category they think you should be doing and things okay. like that and it's like well i'm paying a coach yeah. to tell me what he thinks oh, mate, so don't get me started on that shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> right you know, it, it's it's a weird one because I think it, you know, due to social media and everybody is a fucking coach these oh, days. Yeah. I've discussed this, yeah. and not not just in your side of the industry, but in mine as well. Like doing a level three and then thinking you can just go off and start train pe- training people like you're yeah. at the same level as somebody who's got twelve, ten, eight years experience. Yeah. It, it's just not going to happen. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, and everybody in the gym thinks they well you know think of the or everybody's got an opinion everybody's yeah. got their own style and everybody and you're right people do think they can just go out and say whatever the fuck they want yeah and when you're so depleted as well it really does get to you oh yeah you play you on get, your mind you've already got things in your mind like i don't feel like i'm going to be leaning off i don't think i'm going to be ready and then yeah. people add comments to it yeah so i think it was like six weeks out or eight weeks out so it was around that time and i said to my coach i was like people making comments like yeah. i don't know what to do and he was like come off instagram so it was like five weeks out i deleted instagram i was like okay. coming off it yeah that helped massively i can't actually tell you how much that helped really just the toxicness of getting instagram gone comparing yourself to people just checking up on it every single day so i got rid of that and my mind felt clear and i you have more time as well you don't understand how much time you sit there scrolling and when Mate. you're on prep obviously everything's planned out to the millisecond yeah, yeah. so you have more time and things like that. And he said to me as well, he said, go into the gym, wear baggy clothes. He said, wear your joggers, mm-hmm. wear a massive jumper or a yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's weird you should say it because I did notice like the, like the more into the old prep that you got, 
the more you sort of like covered yourself up, yeah. the quieter you were, the more you were just like, right, I'm just going to get into the corner. I'm just yeah. going to get my work done. I'm going. Yeah. It was like, there was less chatting at the reception desk. There was yeah. less chatting to people. It was sort of like you're in, training, out. Yeah. I used to feel guilty as well about like agreeing to plans that I didn't really want to go to or like standing there and having a conversation that I didn't really want to be involved in. And then yeah. we got to prep and I was just like, I don't want to be here right now. I'm going to go and train. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You've got, you, you got to be selfish. Yeah. You can't please everybody. You like, you're doing this for you. Yeah. You know? So. I what... mean, there were times where, like, I did stand there and just have a little cry on the Stairmaster. Yeah. And you just pull yourself back together. You're like, get grip. Yeah. You can do this. You've yeah. got it. You've come this far. Yeah. But, yeah, one main thing is don't listen to people's opinions on what you look like, how far ahead they think you are, what category they think you should be doing. Yeah. Because they do not know. Yeah. And, it, it and even if laugh. they did know, yeah. it's none of their fucking business exactly. anyway. That's between you and your coach. Exactly. And it know? made me laugh because a few like a few people had said to me, they're like, oh, why are you not doing bikini? And bikini's obviously like a lower grade yeah. class in terms okay. of like muscle mass, like toned figures a bit more muscle and things yeah. like that. But I knew in my head and my coach knows like I had this silhouette for it. Yeah. Like, and that's why I entered that category. And the feedback report from the judges was silhouette perfect for this category. Yeah. And I just thought, and that's why I don't listen to people. Just like a big middle finger to anybody that sort of said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, I, we get that all the time as well. Like yeah. from like from my guys, like my athletes that are trained, like everybody comes in and be like, oh, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be lifting heavier. You should be doing that. And it's yeah. like, listen, yeah, like just shut the fuck up. Yeah, just leave me alone. <laughs> just leave <laughs> leave my guys alone right and they just want all they want to do is come in and train yeah you know and that's, that's all you all wanted, I to wanted to do at that point like all i wanted to do was go in and train i didn't want to engage in conversation i knew i had x amount of minutes left to do on the stairmaster after training and however many steps were yeah and then people just think they can say what they want and yeah. it's like you don't understand the impact that that has on people because you go on then and you think it hey, of other people <laughs> thinking the same thing and i'm one of them people that doesn't really care what people think about me or what people mm. say to me but when you're that depleted it does get to you I bet it does. and it did get to you yeah, I, bet it does. <laughs> I, I can imagine so changing the subject slightly more onto sort of like that part of the industry just because i mean what what's the sort of politics like within that part of it i think all the girls that i've met and spoke to have been the nicest yeah. group of girls okay. that i could ever have imagined like yeah. there's been girls who have reached out to me i've never spoke to before and there's actually people there for you more than your mates okay. like who are That's happier good. for your success that makes me really happy that gives me sort of faith because you know instagram tiktok they're such toxic places yeah. when you read comments like i hate like if i post something and or i'm tagged in something or something i sometimes like i'm, like, I'm gonna turn my comments off yeah or you know you see somebody like they'll post a really good like informative post about something and it'll just get ripped apart yeah. by people that don't know anything and it's yeah. i'm like it can be quite a toxic industry i do think it is there is certain parts of it that are toxic yeah. there always will be an yeah there will you do. Yeah. but the honestly i went into it thinking oh it's going to be a bit bitchy yeah that, like... well that to be honest with you that from the from an outsider that's what both not, not like female and male yeah. like I, i'm like because it's so physique yeah yeah it, it is 
physique in it yeah. it's all about what you look like the thing is i think people think bodybuilders are so full of themselves and self-centered mm. and i always think this when i post on instagram like my stage shots and things i think yeah. people probably think oh she's really full of herself but it's mm. completely opposite we are the most insecure group of people that there possibly will be like we pull ourselves apart probably more than the average human ever would yeah. like i've come out of this and i have i've really struggled with food and things like that post show the second time and like i've mentally not been in a good place at all okay and it it feels like it's kind of normal because of the amount of people who've reached out to me and said i went for exactly the same thing post show yeah it's not a good feeling you have a really bad relationship with like food and things like that and it's like we're all just messed up a little bit okay <laughs> Yeah. we're all like that's understandable <laughs> considering what you've like what you've put your body through and what like mentally what you've put yourself through because i suppose afterwards when you've like like that's the last show done i'm now going to have 18 months off yeah yeah well not off but i'm gonna yeah. have 18 months to prep for the next show yeah yeah you must be thinking well that all that hard work was for those two sort of like how, how long are you on stage for probably about three minutes okay <laughs> So, so you're so on stage. Weeks for six yeah, minutes. exactly, right. And now you're looking at eighteen months, yeah, yeah, to go and to go and do it all again. You're gonna have like, you know, it's like the I'm day after Boxing yeah. Day. You, everybody's a bit like, oh, yeah. Do you, know I mean? you do feel like that though. Like you feel a little bit lost. You're like, well, what do I do now? And there's all yeah. this pressure on reversing properly because you yeah. don't want to put too much fat on too quick. Right. So there's all that pressure going on in the back of your mind, and I didn't cope with that well. Yeah. Was there, was there a pressure of, I look absolutely amazing right now. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I want to go back a little bit. Yeah. Like in the back of my mind, because obviously you lose like your feminine side when you're on prep. Like you do start losing your boobs and like you just trying to get as much muscle popping as possible. Yeah. I'm not saying muscle is not feminine because yeah, it is. Yeah, like, it is, yeah. I think Absolutely. we all look great. Everyone yeah. who steps on stage is well, amazing. Listen, it's such an the, achievement. There's the way that I look at like, you know, everybody, the amount of people that I've had in my career as a coach where I'll, we've started like resistance training and they're like, this isn't going to make me put on too much muscle. And I'm like, listen, yeah, I've been doing this shit for like 15 years. Yeah. yeah. If there was a Do hat. I look like, do, like if, yeah, you know, <laughs> if there was a hat not, to put quite as easy yeah let me know what it is exactly yeah because it's a hard graft and it's people think oh i'm gonna start weight training now i'm gonna put on so much muscle no it's so hard to build muscle you've got to eat above your maintenance calories you feel sick when you there was times in my off season where i'd go to bed eating sick rice cakes and that's a lot of food before you're about to close Mm -hmm. your eyes Mm -hmm. and it's like getting all your food in your meals you fall you're uncomfortably full but you know it's for a reason so you know it's so worth it and then to go to the complete opposite end of starving yeah yeah it's it's a it's a sport of extremes isn't it yeah literally it is one extreme to the other yeah but it's the most rewarding thing i've ever done in the whole entire life yeah and i would recommend it to anyone but just be careful because there is a lot of toxicness out there yeah in ways awesome and i'll just put a a little caveat onto that as well in anything that you're going to do, whether it's physique or whether it's a performance-based thing that you're looking at doing, or even if it's just a case of wanting to lose, um, you know, lose a little bit of weight or put on a little bit of muscle, whatever your goals are, like, make sure you're in the right state of mind and it's the right, like, time for yeah. you to start that yeah, journey. Because you, yeah, you get a lot exactly. of people that, you know, oh, I'm going to start a, 
I'm going to start my fitness journey on Monday morning. And you're like, well, actually, this might not be the correct time for you to yeah. do it. You know, like a, a lot of the time, like if work's stressful or if you've got like a little something else going on in your life, yeah. which is just making, getting in the way, yeah. don't put that extra pressure on no, you. No, that's one thing, yet. especially in prep, you can't get stressed out either. Yeah. So you have to be in an environment, in a position where you know you're not going to get stressed yeah. out because that's just going to send you the complete opposite yeah. direction. Yeah. And I think as well, like, I think there's just so much pressure on, like, what you should look like nowadays. Like, you see my Instagram story the other massively, day about yeah. a summer body that yeah, everyone likes to yeah. go on about. Yeah. But no one cares. What the fuck like, is a summer body? What is a summer body? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is it? Like, yeah. people are like, oh, get shredded in 12 weeks. If Bollocks. you go get shredded in 12 weeks, oh, do you not think I'd get shredded mate, in 12 weeks? Mate. I was crying on the stairmaster <laughs> yeah. to get shredded. You don't know what shredding yeah. is. It's, it's absolutely insane. When you see these, like... I'm going after, I'm going to go after other coaches now, but I don't give a fuck, <laughs> yeah, right? So yeah, you got, um, <laughs> like, like, you know, you get like, I once posted up, it was last year, I was like, you know what, I've put it on Insta, I was like, I'm going to do a 12 week challenge because, you know, there's so many people doing, all of our coaches doing 12 week challenges, I'm going to do a 12 week challenge. I took it down, I was like, I'm not doing a fucking 12 week challenge, bollocks. Because <laughs> but, I want to be yeah. honest with my, with my people that are going to come to me, yeah, they'll come for a consultation, like, right, I'm going to start coaching. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not going to say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve weeks, mate. We'll get you sorted. Yeah, that, yeah. We'll get you whatever you want, whatever your goal is. What's that? Five percent body fat. Yeah, not a problem, yeah, mate. We'll get you there 12 in twelve weeks. weeks. It's like fuck you'll off, be on mate. my no chance. Day, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's absolute bollocks. This so. is the thing. I think people need maintainable goals because there's so many issues nowadays yeah. with like the body image and everyone's expected to look a certain way. But all these people that you're thinking are looking at you. They're looking at themselves. They're more yeah. paranoid about what what they look like. Yeah. They don't care what you look like because they're yeah. crying about exactly. what they look and like. And they're, you know, very much in, especially ones that are in the public eye as well. Yeah. You know, they've got to maintain that. Yeah. That level, and it's a it's an awful lot of pressure, but that is the norm now. Like like you said, we're expected to. Everybody's expected to have a have a certain physique type, or you know, like for me as a coach, yeah, like I've got a pretty average rig on me. I'm not, you know, yeah, it looks like I train, but it also looks like I eat good food and I do enjoy donuts. Do you but know what I mean? And shit like that. that like, yeah. You've got it is that life. balance. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, because I think if you've got balance, you're never going to stop. Whereas, like, obviously, prep, there is no balance yeah. because you are literally yeah. so you need to get yeah. in shape to be on stage. And it's not healthy what you have mm -hmm. to do to get that Yeah, clean. Well, exactly. Say somebody looks at an image of you on stage and they come to me and say, oh, I wouldn't like that. They should never like, aspire, well, <laughs> unless you're going to compete, never aspire exactly, to look like somebody exactly, steps on stage. Exactly, because it's not sustainable, is no. it? You know, and and it's, it's not It's not healthy for a long-term goal. It's definitely no, not. No, no, yeah. Because um, as well, like, a lot of women, they lose their periods and things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's not normal behaviour, is it? No. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not normal. No, it's not. It's not health. That's not healthy. Like, from my point of view and i might get some shit for this i don't know but like going through prep and stepping on stage you're not healthy oh, no, you know not. it's health and fitness industry yeah yeah but it's not you're not particularly fit while you're doing it no yeah because you you're weaker you yeah like and you're not exactly healthy no Do you know what i mean times when like you sit there on the sofa and you stand up and you know like when like all the blood rushes to your yeah. head and yeah, you yeah. go a bit like oh that's what it feels like. Yeah. Like it's the other day I went Alton Towers with my mate, and I was just thinking I could have never have done this on prayer. Really? Like, I, you don't have the energy to just no. 
do normal things like there's times where i've just sat there during conversations and been like can we just stop talking yeah. now <laughs> like can i just go and is that a hint no, <laughs> no i'm fine now i feel great now <laughs> awesome mate awesome well i, I am going to stop it there because we've been going for like uh almost 40 minutes oh. so this will be the longest podcast that i've done right Jesus. so informative yes yeah so thanks for um thanks for coming in and yeah. thanks for sitting down with me and basically telling it how it is yeah because that's what i wanted and one of the reasons that i thought you'd be perfect person because your first it was your first one you're going to give a really honest opinion yeah. of what it's like to do you know going through the prep and post and during yeah. and you know so thanks 